last week I went to go play pickup basketball at my local gym with some of my friends. And there's always a lot of really good players there and really good competition. But this time, one guy really stood out. He was just a level above everyone else. I asked around to see who he was and how come I haven't seen him before. And I was told that his name was Brandon Slater. And he was the number 52 ranked basketball player coming out of high school in the entire country. He currently plays for the Villanova men's basketball team. Welcome back to the Apex Basketball Podcast. You can check out our website at apexbasketballtrain.com for drills, workouts, nutrition plans, vertical jump training, and a whole lot more. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what it was like to play against a top 50 or I guess 56 ranked basketball player in the country who's currently playing Division I basketball for Villanova. Uh, I want to discuss how, how much better he was than pretty much anyone else at the gym and most of the players I've ever played. That also what separates him isn't what you'd expect and how difficult it is and how impressive for him to be ranked so high and to play at a college so prestigious and so successful with all the other athletes and competition there is out there. So actually, let's talk about that first. Let's, let's do the math on it and to show how impressive it is. There's roughly 100,000 or so high school basketball players that graduate every year. And I think it's fair to say that a lot of them want to play basketball in college, especially Division One or at like the top-level schools and have a chance to maybe play in the NBA or be on television and play against the best players in the country. But so many don't. Uh, there's a ton that do still play Division One or Division Two or Division Three, But as impressive as it is to play college basketball anywhere, it's way more difficult to play at one of the top programs in the country. This guy I played at the gym, Brandon Slater, he was ranked 52nd in the entire country out of, like I said, roughly 100,000. I think it's a little less, but roughly 100,000 high school basketball players that graduated in 2018. In the entire country, he was the, ranked the 52nd best. That's incredible. I mean, to think about all those players, all that competition, you know, for him to be at the very top, he's like the 1% of the 1% of players in the country based on his abilities and to just walk into him at the gym and get to play against him was an incredible experience. Now I want to talk about what makes him so much better than most high school or even college basketball players. Like he's playing at one of the top five basketball programs, probably the last couple of decades, at least in Villanova. And, you know, so many, if not anyone who wants to play college basketball would love to play for a school as good as Villanova would dream about getting an offer from there. And I want to talk about what I think is the reason that he was able to receive an offer for such a high-level school, why college coaches wanted to recruit him so bad. I mean, they weren't his only offer. He got offered from a ton of top-level schools. And, you know, it's probably easy to think, like, if you're a listener thinking, oh, you know, he was blessed with genetics. Uh, there's, 
you know, there's nothing I could do to be as good of a recruit as him. But that's not really the case for him. Yes, he, he is pretty tall. He's listed at 6'5". He probably is about 6'5". Um, but he wasn't incredibly athletic. But although that's tall, and 6'5 is very tall, there's plenty of high school basketball players in the country who are 6'5", who you know, some of them don't even play for their high school team. They don't get any minutes. They're on the bench. Some of them go play Division three and Division two, or lower Division one, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's still extremely impressive, but they're nowhere near the player that Brandon Slater was, or Brandon Slater is. He's also not an incredible athlete. Now, I'm not saying this to knock him. He's still fairly athletic and more athletic than most of the basketball players you'll encounter at the high school level or playing pickup, but it's not like he had crazy, like, jump-out-of-the-gym athleticism vertical. He wasn't impossible to stay in front of. Like, he was he was very quick. You know, he's a college basketball player. But, I mean, there, there were players at the gym probably just as quick as him or had higher verticals than him. So, like, I'm not... I'm not saying it's not him. I'm just saying how impressive it was that he's so that he's so talented and so good that he doesn't rely on this incredible athleticism and genetics, uh, which made him so special. I think in one word I would describe his game as just fluid. He had like he had great skill and coordination, but his game was just so fluid. I don't he he could score on you and make it look easy. Like he wouldn't be blowing right by you or dunking on you, but he had really good moves. He had he I think he had a really good shot. It was probably maybe the best skill he had was his shot. But he was also could handle the ball really well, especially at someone six five. I think he's uh I think he's a small forward is his main position. So he's not like a six five point guard where you look at him if you're a point guard I'm like well he's a 65 point guard obviously he's so good like no he's a, he's a small forward in fact he's even a little undersized for his position but he can hit the shot really well he can dribble and create for himself he's got good footwork he's just smooth he he finds ways to score that aren't extremely complicated but he does it and he does it well and he played the right style of basketball. I mean, he could have tried to dominate and take every shot and play and pick a basketball and do all this because he was better than us. But, like, no, he had a good team. He played a good team, too, and he played the right way, and he won a lot of games up there just based off his ability and not trying to do too much because he was the best player there. He could have scored a ton of points every game, but instead he was creating for his teammates or he was – moving around to create space for his teammates to do something. And it actually was probably better the team than if he tried to play hero ball and try to win every game just off his pure ability. After he, he came off, I got to talk to him and I got to talk to him a little bit and he was a really nice humbled guy. And I talked to him about playing for Villanova. And although he didn't get the minutes he wanted to this year, he he wasn't you know upset or complaining about it or anything like that, and he thinks he's going to have a a larger role next year, and he's working really hard. And that I was just really impressed talking with him, and I thought he had like the perfect mindset you want to have. Uh, if you're like a listener listening to this playing high school basketball and you want to play college basketball, you can learn a lot from his mindset. 
Like he was humbled. He wasn't too cocky. And I mean, he was the best player in the gym by far, but he wasn't, he wasn't like having to tell anyone that he was just let his game do, do the, the talking. Like I've seen players there before the gym who might've been the best player there that day. And they have to yell and talk so much about how people can't guard them, how they're running through the gym. And like, maybe they are that day, but there's other players who've come up better than them and they don't talk where Brandon Slater, he didn't do any of that. He just, he didn't also try to prove to anyone he was the best player there, like going out of his way to score and showcase his skills. He just played the game his way. And anyone who really knows anything about basketball could just immediately tell how skilled he was and how effective he was out there. So, like I said, if you're a listener at home, you know, college coaches and even high school coaches, if you're trying to make the team, they're not looking for players. You know, they know enough about basketball where they're not looking for players to just completely show off their skills and how good of a shooter they are, ball handler, scorer, and all this. Uh, you got to play the right way and you got to showcase your ability and don't, and have a mentality where you, you think you got to have confidence. You got to think you're a great player. You got to think you might be the best player out there. But anyone who has to tell people that they're the best player out there or have to yell it and talk trash about how good they are is a player who feels like they need to tell everyone else that because not everyone will believe it without them saying it, that their game doesn't do enough talking and they have to make up for it by talking trash and telling people they're the best instead of just letting their game prove it. So then a couple days later, I decided to do a little more research on Brand Slater. And I looked up his high school stats and he played for Politics High School, which is one of the top basketball programs in the country. Their uh, they, whole team pretty much gets Division One offers. They're an elite high school team. They kind of always have been. They play in a great conference. But the thing that like, stood out to me is he was probably their best player that year, or at least one of them. They're probably their best player. I mean, their team is full of talent, but he only averaged 15 points per game, which just shows like college coaches and scouts, they're not looking – they don't really care about – it's not what you do, it's what you can do. It's not do you have like do you score 30 points per game? Do you have like the coolest looking highlight plays? It's not about like what you do, like what you did out there, like the stat sheet. It's just what you're capable of. If you show that you're a great ball handler without crossing someone up or trying to take your man every time and get to the rim, but you can just show you have the skills and create for your teammates or create an open pull-up for yourself. That's what the college coaches care about more. You don't. So if you're listening, don't go out there and think the only way to get college coaches attention is to have like 40 points in front of them or something like that. Like, I mean, like, like anyone can score. Anyone can have a stat game. Anyone can get hot. Anyone could face a bad team and have a great game or shoot a bunch of shots and make it make some of them and have a lot of points. It's, it's not about, any of that. It's you got to demonstrate your abilities. Like I said, he averaged 15 points per game. And yes, it was on one of the best high schools in the country. But even then, he still could have averaged a lot more. But he didn't need to. That's probably what wasn't best for the team. And that wasn't even what's best for him. He just had to show the abilities he had and how he helped his team win. And they had a great team that year. And college coaches noticed how valuable he was. And that's what led him to being ranked to the 52nd in the country. So again, I just think that 
this kid is a perfect uh, role model or case study to look at if you're still playing high school basketball or even if you're in college or you're younger and you're in middle school or whatever age you are, you know, focus on developing your skills and then showcasing those skills to, to coaches, but don't force it. Play your game, play, try to add value to your team, help win, help your team win. You want to win as many games as possible, no matter what level you're on and coaches will notice the winning and then they'll, they'll recognize you as one of the key factors to the winning. They'll see the value you bring to your team and they'll see your abilities. Uh, there's so many cases of players. I, I like to look at the top scoring players, like in my state or my area, like most of the top scoring players usually don't have division one offers. It's pretty interesting. It's most of them either go play division three, division two, or go to Juco or lower division one, which again, nothing wrong with any of that. That's great. But the top players in the state all average, like not almost none of them average, like they're not in the top 10 scores in the state. They all average less than the top scorers who go to lesser level schools, the top players. And yes, some of them play on better teams, but they still could average more. And some of them play on teams, you know, not much better than the top scorers, but, but it's not the stats that are really important. So look at Brandon Slayer, look at his mindset, you know, watch his highlights on YouTube, look out for him when Villanova plays next year. And I think he's just a great player and person to look at that, you know, if you want to play basketball in college, you should follow the way he did it and not try to go out there and be a hoop mixtape player or a leading scorer in the state. You want to play the right way and showcase your skills without trying to do too much that's all for this episode uh, once again you can visit our website at apexbasketballtraining.com you can email us at apexbasketballtraining.contact at gmail.com if you have any questions or want to recommend a topic for the next episode that's it for this episode and i'll talk to you next time